The following podcast is a member of the Great Big Owl family. Hello and welcome to episode 124, season 5, episode 34, of two Mr. P's in a podcast with me, Mr. P, and the other Mr. P, and it's finally here, we've been waiting for many, many weeks, but we have made it to the summer holidays, woo woo, party on Garth, party on Wayne, <laughs> um, so we are recording this last episode um, later than expected, so apologies that we didn't get an episode out last week, um, but we were due to record on the Tuesday, um, which was the hottest day on record in England ever, and we record these episodes in um, the my sort of garden studio now, my office, which has no ventilation at all, so I'd set up everything for the podcast, you came round, and literally... My laptop was about to explode. Yeah, it was it was boiling hot, and it, it, I'm I'm not gonna lie. I don't think the episode would have been great because I would have been sat here with my top off like Jabba the Hutt, and I'd have sounded <laughs> like any other Mister P Rula Gula Dibble. Yeah, it would. Yeah, it would just the the camera wouldn't focus. Um, it was just gonna. Yeah, we do, and 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 we were so hot. Oh God! And I'm sure everyone else was. I mean. How, how was how was your experience of the heat wave teaching in the school? Um, yeah, it was it was tough. I mean, I felt sorry for I felt sorry for everyone involved because don't get me wrong, I like nice weather as much as the next person, but it was it was like it wasn't like sunny, was it? It was like it was just roasting hot. Yeah, like and it just I was mean, a bit. It was just too humid. Yeah, it was too clammy. close. We're not built for it. No, we're not was, built for it. No. And, you know, 30 degrees abroad is lovely. 30 degrees here is Satan's ass. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And that's hot. <laughs> Did I ever tell you about the um, the old caretaker, yeah? The old school site manager. Yeah, yeah. That when I met him in Aldi once. So I'd not seen him in ages because he left years ago. And I saw him in Aldi. And um, he was like, ah, oh, yeah, right, Lee. And I was like, yeah. He went, oh, don't go down there. Smells like Satan's ass. <laughs> and then literally behind him as he was pointing was just this old woman. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm, so I'm guessing it was just hot in the shop, was it? Well, no, he's just saying it, it smelled horrible. Oh, right. Okay. But yeah, I'm saying the heat wave was as hot as Satan's ass. Oh, yeah. Ass. And to be fair, yeah. listen, you know, when those older children in the heat, classrooms smell funky. Yeah, they did smell terrible, but we made it through. Another challenge thrown into this academic year, like we've not had enough. We've had variants, we've had Omicron causing havoc, we've had SATs, we've had Ofsted. Uh, don't you forget about me. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, and we've managed to make it through. So I think I think what we should do to begin this episode is just give everyone listening who's worked in a school this academic year, no matter what your role, whether you're a teacher, TA, support staff, office staff, whatever it might be, a massive round of applause. Because you should be very, very proud of the job you've done. Um, big shout out to any school who managed to get inspected by those good old people at Ofsted during the last week, uh, during the hottest day of the year. I could not get my head around it. The fact, it, to me, it just proved that Ofsted clearly... Do not give one about supporting schools. They're in it for their own little agenda. And when there's the opportunity at any point to sort of prove that they care, that they want to help, that they understand the struggles that we go through in schools, they just go like, oh, no, we're not bothered about that. We've got we, we've got to make sure schools are inspected because we're that important and then do it on the hottest. What would you have done if you would have got the call? I mean, I'd have put Ofsted in the hottest room. I mean, I... no ventilation, not offered them water. I mean, that's just. I mean, <laughs> no, that... I'm just... Yeah. no, I'd have offered them water. <laughs> room um, temperature water. Yeah. Lukewarm. Yeah. Um, to be honest, you're talking about Satan's asshole. They are just Satan. <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, they're and, used to it. And asshole. They're used to this temperature. <laughs> um, living in hell. <laughs> yeah. Uh, personally, I mean, listen, my, my heart goes out to anyone who was inspected over those two days. 
Um, <coughs> I just think, it, like you said, I mean, I was I was laughing because it's like the earliest rant on paper. <laughs> like, well, I just wanted to get it out, out of the way. Look, um, it's been on my mind. I'm going to have to, I was yeah. going to mention it on the Tuesday episode, yeah, but no, obviously. And, I, I, and that I, rant would have gone on because obviously I've cooled down since then. You've been hot and then. bothered, yeah. yeah. I, I personally, I just think it is a real joke. I mean, can, like you just said, going through the few things, what people have had to deal with this year, uh, personally and professionally through everything. And then when it gets to the last week, when everybody knows, everybody knows that the last week in a school is plays, is pantos, it's whatever your school get up to, rounders. I mean, if Ofsted came in, I'd be like, right, get your clipboard out. I'm going to do a rounders demonstration. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then I'd, I'd have absolutely... Deep dive in the old rounders. And a levered one ran past him and just knocked his clipboard out of his hand. Yeah. Have a bit <laughs> what an outstanding hit, Satan's asshole. I uh, I played a game game around us for the first time and only time this academic year last week. Oh yeah, how did it last go? Last afternoon with year three. Yeah, year- it was good. <laughs> year three. What? You can't be testing yourself against the year three. I'm not like, playing a game. I'm hit, just playing a game around us. If you, and then if you if you, if I you hit, go at the if end. you hit a rounder against the year sixes, it counts towards your rounders like myth. Yeah. If you hit one against <laughs> the year threes, you could hit it anywhere against the year threes, and you're getting round. No, but I, I don't run anyway. I just I, what I do is I just practice my get my swing game on, and then I'm like, kids, if you can catch me, you can have postcard of praise, which is like <laughs> our little award. You get three of them, you get a dip in the lucky box. Mm, sounds yeah, sounds nice. Right, so um, yeah, so we're recording this Monday, the what twenty sixth. 25th. 25th. Don't be don't, um, be don't be getting rid of days. No, no. We need the all these days. Uh which uh we've just come back from a what was it about five hour drive? Five hour drive, yeah. From our last show of the academic year in Canterbury. Uh so a massive, massive thank you to everyone who came to the show in Milton Keynes on Saturday Saturday night, yeah. Saturday, yeah. Saturday night, which was our second show at the stables in Milton Keynes. And then we did uh, our last show of the academic year in Canterbury. So that's it now. Uh, for shows this academic year. We've got one final end of the tour tour show. The last dance. The last dance, which will be happening in Newcastle in October. Um, but yeah, it's been quite the year. We were sort of talking about on the way back on the drive, totaling it up, something like 50 plus 50, shows. 52 shows. 10,000 tickets, um, plenty of laughs, meeting some incredible people. And we just want to say from the bottom of our hearts how thankful we are for everyone's support, for every single person who bought a ticket to one of these shows, even the couple we did before the pandemic, uh, the ones that got postponed, rearranged, and all the new ones that we've done. We are so, so thankful and grateful. Um, we hope you've enjoyed it. The feedback has been really, really positive. We were sort of trying on the way home, we were like, which one, which one was your favourite show? And honestly, we just can't pick one show because... Every single one was brilliant in some way, shape, or form. Majority of them were just so was was the energy was unbelievable, yeah. which is surprising considering we're all knackered. But the energy, and I just felt like it, it came at a right the right time for teachers who needed that light relief to switch off and have a good giggle, and hopefully we've been able to provide that. So a massive, massive thank you. Um, we are in early talks to well, sort of discussing tour two. Um, won't be straight away. We're going to take a bit of a break, but yeah, keep your eyes peeled and hopefully you'll be able to come and join us but we, we for a did, brand new show. We did. Uh, we have obviously on the drives of recent times been coming up with some potential ideas for Tour 2. And I'm not going to lie, some of it, I mean, that one today. I mean, I'm obviously, <laughs> no spoilers here. You'll have to wait and see when it gets announced, whatever it may be. But if we get it right, ooh, yeah. baby, it's going to be good. Yeah, so, um, and of course, Thursday was the release of book number two. I don't know if you knew we had a second book out. Uh, I don't <laughs> think we've mentioned it on recent episodes. Um, but yeah, so we've had we've had that out on, on Thursday. A massive, massive thank you to absolutely everyone who pre-ordered a copy or have ordered a copy since it's come out. We do not yet know where or what it, whether it will be in the top 10 bestsellers um we're hoping for an update with the publishers i know there's also been an issue been an issue with waterstones yeah there's been i think just general bookshops uh there's been some sort of breakdown in the supply chain but we've heard today uh, brexit so just, britain so just keep so just keep your eye out um obviously it is available on amazon 
Um, because Bezos has just got everything covered, hasn't he? Yeah. Um, All angles covered. But yeah, if you if you're waiting for Waterstones and stuff, it should be updated. But um, <laughs> yeah, I just want to jump. I just want to jump in and say, you know, on the tour, just echoing that. Thank you so much to everyone and the book, the feedback, just how excited people are. Uh, we've said for a while now that this new one is a book for everyone. It's just filled with absolute hilarity, and already we're hearing. Uh, amazing reviews amazing responses and it, it you know it just means a, an awful lot so thank you so much and we do hope uh if you're taking it away on your summer holidays or if you're just chilling in your garden when it's not raining i mean that's classic in it the final week of school was yeah. boiling and it was like come on get to friday get to friday and then the heavens opened it was like why how does this that is happen? this is where schools in scotland ireland and leicester right get it right because they finish earlier so they finish sort of towards the beginning of July and end up going just be, going back just before or like late August, last week of August. But they get it right because they always get that week yeah, of nice it's weather. it's always a good week. So, well, yeah, we hope you enjoy the book. We hope it gives you a good laugh. Um, but again, a massive thank you for all the support. Uh, we'll, we'll keep you updated in where it's going to be if it does make the bestsellers list. And uh, if it does, again, massive, massive thank you for all your support. Um, and obviously, with uh, with the release of the book, uh, our the publishers, the PR, uh, managed to get uh, me onto this morning, which was quite the experience. Now, you you weren't finished, were you? No. So uh, we got the email through that uh, this morning had, had offered us to go on to promote the book on the Thursday. Um, but it was my children's last day at school on Thursday, my last day as well. Uh, and obviously, you know, spending so much time with the year sixes and stuff, I just felt a little bit guilty, even though I was desperate, obviously. I would have loved nothing more than to have gone on to this morning, met the, you know, Dermot and Alison and had the banter and stuff. I knew that you'd do an amazing job, which you did. Um, yeah, I was obviously really gutted to miss it, but... I feel like, you know, how could I how could I in good conscience, you know, not be there for the children's last day. So you took the reins and obviously took it and ran with it very, very Yeah. Honourably. Well, it made me think like if both of us were there, would they have got us both to do the phoning? Because I just don't think asking you for advice when you would say just recline, put ice in your drink and eat a KFC I, would I would, disagree. Would do it. I disagree wholeheartedly. <laughs> I actually think I would have added a lot to the phoning. Uh, but then most questions if they'd have been like, oh so what's the best way to get into teaching? Uh, I'd have been like Lee <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Um so I did my last day in school on Wednesday and then travelled straight down to London. Had to drive because I was then in a school in Peterborough on the Friday. So um, and I had an absolute nightmare when I got to the hotel. So the, the, the hotel, just the streets in London are so small when you go in the side streets. And I got to this hotel and to turn into the car park, it was one of the tightest corners I've ever done in my life. Tight like a tiger. Yeah, and I ended up basically putting this massive scrape and dent into the side of my car going around this corner. <laughs> I was abs... And I was on the phone to you. I know, I know. I and kind of felt... Could bit, you hear it? I didn't hear it. I just heard you going like, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. I was absolutely devastated. It was that you know, driving down to, to know you're going to be on telly, uh, on the couch, dead excited, and I just fit that little l drop of concentration from being tired. It was right. It was. Oh, it was. I don't. I don't even know how much it's going to cost. But anyway, the book's on sale. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so um, when when got there for like nine o'clock in the morning, it was a bit of a surreal experience. Like I was quite nervous. Uh, I'm not going to lie. I was cacking it a little bit, um, and straight into sort of the green room. And I was chatting away to um, one of the LBC presenters, Tom Swarbrick. Uh, really nice guy. So he was taking a bit of an interest in the book. Then I had to go and get my makeup done, which was which was the first time in my life I've ever had makeup done. And uh, the woman was like, so how do you normally get your makeup done? And I was... Uh, not got a clue. Yeah, I usually just <laughs> cover my face in Dipra base to cover my yeah. eczema, thanks. Uh, I just said, like, oh, I've got... I've got um, eczema i've got sensitive skin she's like right yeah i can see that uh, <laughs> we'll just cover up those blemishes yeah um and yeah what i will say is it just every single person i met was just so nice and and 
really warm and interested and, you know, seemed really happy to have us there, which I thought was really nice. And even when I went on to set, you know, during the break before Dermot and Alison come over and they let on and they're saying how excited they are to have me on. So really making me feel comfortable, which certainly helped with the nerves. And yeah, really, really enjoyed it. Like once we got into the conversation, was really, really enjoying it. Now I've had a comment on, you know, the the feedback from everyone about being on this morning was absolutely brilliant, which I was, re- again, really appreciative of. Uh, apart from one person was like, um, oh, well, you know, why do you have to go on there and promote something? It really gives, it's, it just comes across like you, what did, what was it? Uh, something like that. You're always like, in it for something. Yeah, you're always in it for something else. Right, let me just explain how media works. The only reason we I was invited on the show was because we had the book. Like, I can't just phone up this morning and be like, hi, have me on. Yeah. There's got to be a reason for it. So I have been on this morning before, and that was when one of my videos went viral, the remote teaching video, and that was virtually. So the only way, and, and you'll notice this if they ever have guests, it's like when we have guests, when we have guests on the podcast, right, we usually will email everyone we like to come onto the podcast, and we never get a reply. The only time we have guests on is when the guests have a book out, yeah. And they will be doing a day of PR and then they get in touch with us or their PR people get in touch with us. That's how it all works. But yes, I was there to promote the book, but I like to think that I was also sort of promoting the profession and not just teachers, TAs and, and everything like that. So really, really enjoyed it. And then they invited me to do the phoning, which again, I thought was really nice because, you know, I think it sort of promoted uh, the, good side of the profession yeah. and sort of treated us as teachers, as professionals, as not experts, but you know, people who have advice that they can give you. Uh, and again, everyone who shared a question, really, really appreciative. Um, so yeah, absolutely. Let's not, let's not forget. Um, obviously, I got a little, a little sly mention at the start. Um, you know, was hoping for longer airtime. Sly mention. Well, you know, it was just like a, you know, or Adam would have liked to have been here, but he's spending the day at school anyway. Um, well, well, what else did me, you, what, what no, else what, did you what expect? I say, what I was going to say was, I cannot believe that, you know, we've been doing this podcast for so long and we've put in hours of hard graft and who gets the main stage alongside you on this morning? Alison Hammond name checked Cockney John. <laughs> I mean, come on. That guy is honestly living on the absolute Dream, dream isn't he? Yeah. Because the best bit was, I text him and I was going, mate, Alison Hammond's just name dropped you on this morning and you should have seen his replies. I mean, I can't read them out because you can imagine what they were like. FNL, really? Oh, bruv. Uh. And I was just like, seriously. So when he watched the clip, he messaged you, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, so. Effing legend, bruv. Yeah, you're a legend, bruv. Honestly. Yeah. Um, so yeah, again, thank you for everyone's feedback. It really, really helped as well. The book ended up being number nine in all the books on Amazon for the day. Uh, so this is your own time you're wasting. The new book was number nine and then put a wet paper towel was number 11 yeah. on Amazon. The podcast went to number 19 in all of the podcast charts. So it was, it was absolutely brilliant. Really, really, uh, enjoyed it. Um, but obviously the day before, so my last day in school that week. Uh, I always forget that in the last couple of weeks, I always get asked by year five to do the puberty talk. It's a tough one. To year five, the boys. This year, I had to do a puberty talk to year five boys and then to the year five girls as well because the teachers thought it'd be beneficial for the girls to hear about the boys' changes and vice versa. But anyway, um, but I'd already spoken to the boys about changes in girls using my little handy book and I made sure I said like, listen, lads, you know, these changes we go through aren't easy, but count your lucky stars because it is so much easier than what it's like for women. Um, so I was really, you know, putting that across. But it was because you always get those questions, don't you? I think the most random question I got this year with the puberty talk was um, once we talked about changes in ladies and obviously we'd mentioned periods and tampons. A boy said, Miss P, what happens if a girl gets pregnant and then she's got a tampon in? <laughs> Can the baby come out? And I went, that's such a good question. Yeah. I've never thought. <laughs> Great question. <laughs> just just 
Leave me for a second while I Google this. No. Yeah, um, tell you what, if you'd have Googled that at the time, smooth wall! <laughs> yes, <laughs> It would have been blocked. Smooth wall! Oh, God. I tell you, innit, if you're, if you're working in a school or in an office or wherever, and you just type in something innocent, you know, something innocent, say something like balls, but you're looking for, like, different types of sport balls, oh, wow. and it comes up with, smooth wall! You just, you brick it, don't you? You think, like, cops are going to come through the roof? Okay, um, we've got him. Yeah, we've got him. Like Monsters Inc. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so, and then the other question was, and I'll have to clip this up because it, it's come, it comes with a visual. So, uh, any other questions, children? And um, one boy put his hand up and he said, um, Mr. P, what are breasts? And I got stumped. I was, the, I, I don't know how to describe, you know. So I then went like this without even thinking. I went, well, right, like that. Just because I'm quite handy when I teach anyway. So yeah, if, yeah. You, if you're listening to this, I basically just cupped my own imaginary breasts here. And I'm like, oh, well, you know. <laughs> I was going to say, what a breast. Well, there you go. There you go. Um, and it was only after the lesson that the TA, who, who is my brother-in-law, he's like, did you mean to do that then? I was like, what? What he goes? Well, when you were explaining what breasts were, you were literally cupping your own <laughs> your own breasts. So that was that was a highlight as well. Um, but yeah, what, just try anything else that's been well, going on. Well, I I want to um, I want to give just a quick shout out because I feel like sometimes you know, and I know you've had this before when you did this morning, you put clips out. I know whenever you reference teachers, you are referencing the whole profession and that means everyone who works in a school. Yeah. Doesn't matter what role you have, you are part of that. You just say teachers so you don't have to say teachers, TAs, LSAs, yeah, welfare, yeah. office staff, blah, blah. The thing is nowadays, right, we're, we're living in a very quick world. If I can't grab people's attention within five seconds, they're going to swipe away. So that's why you've got to be like, and, and, umbrella term of teachers, yeah. anyone who interacts with children being employed by a school yeah. is what I mean. You all make a difference. You all have an impact, but go on, yeah. carry so on. So I want to I wanna just give a quick shout out to any, you know, school business managers, office staff. I think sometimes, you you know, because you tucked away in the office, sometimes you may think, you know, you're not appreciated. You are massive. You are crucial. Obviously, you know, you stay clear of the business manager towards the end of financial year. I think everyone knows that. Yeah, yeah. Um, but... Absolutely crucial, and, and you know, going. And I, I'll, I'll tell you for why. Because if they know the the pain in the backside, parents who want to come in and have a word of you, that's where office staff for me are just unbelievable. Because it's just a quick like, oh, sorry, he's in a meeting. Yeah, I'm not. I'm eating the Krispy Kreme in the dirt <laughs> yeah, in, yeah. in the staff room. So uh, I've just got to re- and and what I want to do, uh, obviously, if we, if this clip goes out, is if you're if you work in the office of a school. Um, then we want to hear your stories because I feel like that's one kind of aspect of the school like life that we don't have that many of. Yeah, and they must interact with parents and it must they be They must have some yeah, absolute yeah. worldies. And I'm going to tell you one now. Now, I work with a, a lovely, lovely lady who's a very good friend of mine and she told me this absolute beaut the other day. So she sat on a desk uh, typing away and a dad walks into the reception area holding what looks like a bit of a lead yeah so you know school office staff being as switched on as you like you know they they are rule books as well aren't they yep. she stood up from her chair and said excuse me you're not allowed dogs in here and the man just picked up his little toddler who was on <laughs> reins <laughs> She went, oh, oh, I'm so sorry. Are you okay? <laughs> Just glad she didn't give it a treat. <laughs> uh, yeah, so if you, any any stories involving school, um, do let us know. So I thought we could start off uh, with stories this week on this week's podcast. Because obviously at this time of the year comes your typical end of year staff do. Right. Oh, yeah. do. All right. So, hey, um, just to say, I know everyone's thinking, oh, but Adam, you know, he loves it. He loves it. I missed my works due this year. I was oh. at a wedding and I was very sensible at the wedding as well, wasn't I? Yeah. As you so, know. It, so, I've been told I've yet to see any evidence. Yeah, exactly. There's no evidence. So, clearly, I was doing something right. Uh, but I missed my works due, which was a shame. But, 
you know, in in hindsight, it's probably the right shout because I've made a good, I've had a good year. I've been solid. I think the staff like me, and I think we'll, you know, I've got six more weeks of that <laughs> because I've left with a good impression. So uh, yeah, but yeah, works dues. I, I give it to me. Well, I put a post out on my socials asking for your funniest work do story. So I've got a few to get through. But obviously we had ours on Friday. Um, I travelled back from Peterborough. I was absolutely shattered. I had a great day, last day, of the, uh, last day of training at a school called I, C of E Primary, as in your eye. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, I had a great day there. Uh, so long travel it was like three and a half hour drive back I got home I was absolutely shattered um, and obviously we had the Milton Keynes show the day after followed by Canterbury so I, I wasn't going to drink but I'd go and show my face plus I had to do the playlist um, so I went and I had I, I was on the waters on the Diet Cokes but there was some who were hitting it hard oh. and rightfully so look there's no judgement here from me but tell me you're at an end of year staff do that. Tell me you're at an end of year. Right, what happens at the end? Well, this happens. Our school site manager decided to do the uh, dirty dancing lift, oh. time of your life lift with a TA from the infants, right? Which ended up like this. I'm just going to show Adam here. Go for the lift. Uh, again, if I clip this up, I'll, I'll link it in. I'm sure they'll all be fine with it. There you go. Lift it up, but there. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, people here's the thing. see that. I'll put it in a clip. But here's the thing. Was... That didn't just happen once. It happened twice. Not just the lift, but the fall as well. I mean, the feedback I'd give there is, you know, where there's where there's Blaine. I think she there's... didn't she didn't have enough momentum. She didn't give herself <laughs> enough room. Um, the pace wasn't enough for him to create the lift. But then coming down to it, the guy needs more strength. Like, he needs more. Um, uh, so that, yeah, that, that was hilarious. probably the highlight. But yeah, so um, put it out there to you guys for your uh, end of end of term party stories. So uh, some would bring some Christmas ones. Um, Christmas party, married head and married TA, booked a hotel for the evening and came in late for the very last day of term. So the rumours were flying so with that booked, one. They booked a hotel together, or is yeah. that what's being inferred? Uh, yeah, well, no, I think they booked a hotel room together. Booked a hotel for the evening. Well, that's that's just weird, anyway, isn't it? I mean, imagine, well, I imagine, imagine your head and a TA from your school just being like, "Oh, so are you getting home?" Like, "Oh, we're just staying in a hotel together." <laughs> hey, yeah, that's a bit. Yeah. And then when they rock in, that's a random one. Yeah, but. Really? Yeah. Um, a new trust took over and gave us all a casino night. Nice. Whilst walking to an after-hours pub, one of our teachers fell between the curb and a car, resulting in a massive nosebleed and possible broken nose. The CEO was with us and offered for us to go back to his flat. About eight of us, plus the bleeding one, all piled into the entrance, only to manage to leave a trail of blood going up the stairs on white walls. When we got into his flat, I used his bathroom, which was completely white, to clean the teacher up, who had not, still not stopped bleeding. Let's just say his white flannels and towels were no longer white. We found out the next day that the woman who lives below him worked for the CID department. His flat looked like a murder scene. <laughs> CSI Academy Trust. I love that. It sounds like she was throwing shade at the teacher, didn't she? Eight of us went back in that bleeding teacher, but actually, <laughs> she, she never... <laughs> um, Heard of one interesting in-service day that followed a drunken school night out, not my school. A member of management stumbled into school wearing dark glasses to cover her two black eyes. Turns out she was taking on the big white telephone to God. The big white telephone. When the t oh right, sorry, I should have read the rest of it. That she was talking on the big white telephone to God. She was spewing on the toilet, basically. Oh right, never okay. heard of that before. No, never heard of that one. Yeah. We say this is the educational podcast where you don't learn anything. When the toilet seat smashed down onto a face. Ouchie. Worst thing was that the staff from other schools attended the in-service day too. Guess the story spread far and wide. <sighs> I mean that. You know when like you I don't know, when, know I don't know whether I'd admit to that. But do you know when like you cut your leg or something and you're like it's like when I broke my ankle 
And, you know, I said, people are like, oh, how'd you break it? And you want to say, like, oh, heroic rugby tackle or, you know, or saving someone. But then I had to say I did it playing golf. <laughs> um, you know, or like, you know, when you get a bad cut on somewhere, it's like, you know, you it's shark attack or something. If someone said, ooh, what'd you do to your eyes? You'd be wanting to say, oh, I saw someone taking someone's bag and I stopped them, but, the, you know, they got a couple of shots in. Yeah, yeah. But then if you had to be honest and go, well, what happened was the toilet seat <laughs> smashed me in the face. That's what I mean. I wouldn't admit. I'd make up some other story. Um, someone said, couldn't possibly reveal them. But she then does. <laughs> I do know of a couple of teachers in a whole school conference who got a round of applause the next day when he turned up late for their meeting. No need to ask what they were doing, but they had big smiles on their faces. Uh, there was a dance off one NQT slipped and broke his ankle two weeks later or two weeks before he got married oh that is straight into the doghouse isn't it it? a dance off to mean that you can't do your first dance yeah because the the bride would have walked down doing that slow step step with the father of the bride and then on the way out it would have been slower with him on crutches (laughs) i once tore my calf muscle at the end of the year leaving drinks was jump was drunk and jumping around to house of pains jump around well doing exactly what it says on the tin (laughs) and spent the first week of the summer holidays on crutches i mean i've never heard a house of pain talk about house of pain (laughs) i know yeah i mean i mean i think i think it's an age thing that and you know, I don't want to, I don't want to be ageist, but I, I'm this. You know, if I if I know that I'm about to throw some shapes, I might just just have a little sly visit to the toilet. Oh, I thought you were going to say have a stretch. No, going. Well, that's what I'm going to say. Go to right. the cubicle. People are thinking, oh, he's, you know, the Donner's run through him already. <laughs> but actually, I'm doing serious hamstring stretches yeah. and calf stretches because it, it, it's rife. Right. So pack it up, pack it in. Let me begin. <laughs> I came to win, battle me, that's a sin. Ah! <laughs> uh, someone just name-dropped someone else. When Steph Pittman accidentally chucked a pint of fruit cider over the boss and turned his white shirt pink. <laughs> oh, Steph. Steph. Steffy, Steph, Steph, Steph. <laughs> On Friday, we went to... A... <laughs> I love that. name drop. I know, yeah. Um, so, on Friday... <laughs> <laughs> Steph might still be livid with that, but anyway... Enjoy your holiday, Steph. On Friday, we went to a leaving do. The guy in question has a promotion still in our academy chain. A good guy. A few people got steaming. He took an electric scooter home, fell, and spent the next day in A&E. A great night. <laughs> That's a bit harsh. Like, she's going, he's a neat guy. He fell on his scooter. We had a great time. Um, I've yet to try on those electric scooters. I tried one in berlin but obviously i am a bit of a heavy set man and uh yours went backwards no mine i kind of fell off mine and then the scooter swung round and it cut the back of my like achilles it was it was tough wonder if he was the ict coordinator got a bit giddy the guy with the scooter yeah yeah we were at a pub on a very hot day i suddenly went all funny went to get some air and next thing i knew i was being sat up on a chair by some paramedics and my dad was there Great night. Um, oh, Sounds she'd fainted. Like my average Saturday. Yeah. Having to rescue a very drunk s- staff member from walking home via the local dual carriageway. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. These people teach your children. Yeah, but these teachers who go, I can't believe you can't walk down the corridor sensibly. <laughs> He's on a bloody hard shoulder. <laughs> Imagine a kid in the car coming back from like a family do. I swear that's Mr. Robinson, you know, stumbling into the bloody motorway. I'd, if I was a child, <laughs> I'd drive past him while down my windows. Right, if you're not going to walk sensibly, go yeah. back and do it again. <laughs> you can walk with me. <laughs> uh, broke my foot and badly sprained both ankles at Christmas party. No idea how. I'd take a guess it. Jump around, buy a house of pain. <laughs> yeah. Uh, standing on broken glass. It's a song, isn't it? Standing on... What is, what is it's the song? Walking, walking on broken, broken, broken. Um, Standing on broken glass in Key Stage One manager uh, in Key Stage One's manager's house, dripping blood all over a newly tiled floor through two rooms, hallway and bathroom, only to slip on the blood, fall head first into the toilet, splitting the toilet seat in half, 
and my feet flying upwards and all my blood up my newly decor up her newly decorated bathroom. Oh my days! What this is unbelievable. In fact, do you think that's the one? No, no, it's standing on broken glass, wasn't it? Not uh, a the, bleeding uh, nose. Well, no, we saw we met someone at the end of I can't remember which show it was. I think it might have been Milton Keynes, where she had a like butterfly stitches on oh, her chin. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, shout out, uh, she they had their like works like sesh in the school, which I I love the thought of. Yeah, you know, some drunk dodgeball would be a bit of me. Uh, and then it was something like, wasn't there a parachute there? And she went to jump and, and with the parachute. Oh, it was a tent. Oh, a she tent, jumped, yeah. Jumped over a tent. Jumped over a tent in the corridor and then fell over the tent and chin the floor. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, I'd bounce back up if it was me. Yeah. Just like <laughs> on my second or third chin, it'd be like, my boy. <laughs> yeah, you've got... Like you would, flubber. Yeah, you, you'd be fine. Cheers. Uh, you wouldn't have... you got layers. Yeah. <laughs> Your chin's like an onion. It's got layers. Um... Whipping the tablecloth off in a restaurant and being matador to the assistant head's bull. <laughs> I love it. Crazy times. <laughs> you great. Watched another assistant head slide down a brass banister of three-story building without falling off. <laughs> well. <laughs> Funniest one was when we were sat outside a pub and it was hard to get to the door to get in because there's so many people standing around chatting. So my friend dived in through an open window and landed on the laps of three elderly gents. Oh my God, that's a bit renegade, isn't it? I know, yeah. They all sound like SLT as well. So <laughs> again, it's just, this is what happens when when we get a bit of freedom when after all when the stress. It, when the stress comes, uh, Another yeah. name drop. Tilly, just us casually stroking the deputy's head, bald head. Well, pissed as fuck. Oh, no. <laughs> you can't be doing that. Because there's always, there's always something that happens. And then you wake up the next morning. Because oh. I know there's going to be some of my staff that woke up the next morning. They'd be like, oh, God. I mean, obviously, I went through my... my... I, re- I really hope Lee doesn't mention that on the podcast. And it <laughs> makes a clip about it and puts it out for the world to see. I mean, I went, I went through. Obviously, I've had a few, I've had a few baddings. Obviously, the first one everyone knows where I stripped to mysterious girl to my old head teacher, and then fell down the flight of stairs shortly after. Uh, and then there was another one. I fell down. Uh, stairs have been a problem on my works dues. And then there's one where I had the deputy head on, like giving the deputy head a piggyback, and then we, I think we may have fell. Um, and then you wait, it's like that. Yeah, you wake up in the morning so crusty and dusty, and you're just like, and then you've got the worst is when you get your phone out and you're thinking, Oh, thank god, I've got my phone. But then you've got loads of messages going, Are you alive? <laughs> Everything okay? Did you get home okay? Are you alive? <laughs> I mean, if you get three, Are you alive? You know, yeah, you were, you're a bad. Bad, in a bad state. I properly collapsed like a house of cards tripping down a step in a pub, only to carry on dancing and drinking for the next two hours. Got helped home by my other colleagues as I couldn't be left in charge of myself. Woke up the next morning in agony. Turns out I'd broken the top of my foot and was going on holiday two days later. The following year, my husband booked our holiday for the day we broke up, meaning I left school and headed straight to the airport so I couldn't get... <laughs> Couldn't go out for the end of year shenanigans as he didn't trust me to not hurt myself again. It's just, I mean, it, it's it highlights just how <laughs> much teachers and school staff love an end of year sesh. Yeah, right. Here we go. This is a good one. Head of MFL giving leaving speech made thinly failed dig at the deputy head. Right, mm. so doing a farewell speech, little dig at the deputy head afterwards. The deputy head followed him to the car park and demanded an explanation. When he refused, the deputy head jumped into their car and swerved in front of him to stop him leaving, causing another car to swerve and crash into all the parked cars. Oh my God, <laughs> what drama. Waterloo Road. Uh, I tell you what though, some, you know, why... If it was a thinly veiled dig, right, why would you take it that far? Do you know, sometimes, I think sometimes leadership teams just have to appreciate you can't be liked by everyone. Your job is not to be liked. If it was that other uh, deputy head, it would have been like, oh, you know, you've got the head, the assistant head, they're like the three bears, and then you've got Baldy Locks. (laughs) You know, he can't be demanding an apology for that. 
But to then, well, I mean... The weird, the weird thing about that is, I think, is he's jumped in his car like some sort of Vin Diesel. <laughs> in swerved in and, and cut in front of him. I mean, it's so unbelievably dangerous. Awful. If, if the NFL teaches leaving... Sacre bleu. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you are an MFL teacher and you want to make a thinly veiled dig, just do it in a different language because I'm sure the ESLT won't know. I bet, That's I bet, what I I bet they did something, didn't they? Like... I just want to thank everyone, apart from Ulla Nobed. If you leave your phone unattended at any point, expect to find indecent images the next morning. Random people's boobs, tonsils, etc., etc. Okay. I'll be making sure I leave my phone. (laughs) (laughs) All the time I found someone's bra in my handbag when I got home. All the time someone emptied a cupboard in the pub, climbed in and got stuck. These are all crazy. Like, I mean, I mean, sometimes works dudes get a bit leery, but I'm still recovering from that member of staff that jumped through the window. <laughs> you got three old timers eating a carvery. Suddenly, you got an assistant head covered in gravy. Yeah, another one here uh, went a little bit too hard. Threw up down the back of the head's chair on the minibus. Oh no, Ooh. that's bad. Uh, <laughs> after a staff meal out. The pub of choice, and the only one open, wouldn't let anyone else in. With determination, we went round the back and climbed a three-metre-high gate. All very impressed with our agility, we landed the other side to be met by the bouncers who'd watched us on the CCTV. <laughs> the only way that would get worse is if one of the bouncers was a parent of a child. We admitted oh defeat God, and told yeah. them we were from the other local primary school. Thankfully, they opened the gate for our departure. Oh, I thought they were going to say, thankfully they opened the gate, like, opened the door to let us in. We're teachers. We inspire the next generation. Have a good night. Off your pop. Uh, Somehow managed to knock a colleague's contact lenses out on the dance floor. Bloody hell, how how have you managed that? (laughs) Go grease lightning. Oh, my God, sorry. (laughs) Grease lightning. Um... One year, our end of year due was the day before we finished. Can't remember why. Oh, that's bad. Oh, you it is bad. You can't be doing that, that. No, no, no. Two recently separated colleagues, not from each other, ended up spending the night together at the travel lodge near the venue. They both turned up for work together on the last day, dressed in what they'd been wearing the night before, and were quite brazen and unfussed at that everyone knew. It's a well, dangerous game. Yeah, I mean, the worst thing is, I used to wear some dodgy stuff on nights out. Do you remember that T-shirt that I had that said, I love big butts? <laughs> If I wore that to my work's do and then rocked into school the next day greeting them in front of parents, morning, happy summer, they're coming with end of year gifts and I've just got a massive I love big butts tea. No, it's just a bit of fun, yeah. Uh, turned up to the pub ready for our barbecue to see the chef putting paraffin on the barbecue and accidentally setting himself alight. He was promptly wrapped in cling film and carted off in an ambulance. Oh my God. <laughs> Enjoy your night. <laughs> I thought that was going to be. He was probably wrapped in cling film and tasty delicious. I can't believe that. Oh, my God. Uh, Last few now. The barbecue was lovely. The chef was on fire. (laughs) End of summer term night out at a Greek restaurant, throwing the plates given by waiters uh, at the Greek dancing. Some staff threw their used dinner plates and one member of staff did high knees, which caught the head teacher in the nuts. Oh no! Oh, it's so cringy. Whoopa! Whoopa! <laughs> anyway, I'm getting off. Uh, back in the nineties, a pub bus tour finished with the bus returning to school, where a number of staff were staying over a night at the school. Staying over at the school. Yeah. Blue crash map. <laughs> <laughs> Shotgun blue crash mat. <laughs> One teacher had overindulged and proceeded to be sick in someone's front garden. Floodlight came on. Bedroom light turned on. Window opened and all we heard was, Oh, don't worry, kids. Just one of your teachers being sick in the garden. Oh, my days. <laughs> your kids should and be in bed. <laughs> start, start, start of the week. This week goes to... The child who didn't mention the fact yeah. I was chucking yeah. up everywhere. Sorry about the carrots in your garden, love. Yeah. Right. Uh, t- two more, two more. Uh, we were at a retirement do. We were walking from the restaurant to the local pub 
To get there, you could cut through the cemetery. When we got to the other side, the gate was locked. I thought it would be a good idea to climb the stone wall. When I got up there to the top, it was a seven foot drop down to the other side that I thought I could do. Getting down, I caught my foot in the wall, but the rest of me went down. I realized I'd done some damage. The others then had to go back the way we'd come to find another way to reach me. <laughs> so she's just hanging there. Leave That's... me. I'm going to be here anyway. <laughs> just start digging a plot. <laughs> yeah. In the meantime, a nearby resident saw me groaning on the floor, so called the police who turned up in their van. They offered to phone an ambulance, but by the time my colleagues had reached me and one of them has their, had phoned their husband to get us, the per, police parting words were, don't be taking any selfies. Of course, we thought this was a good idea, so as I'm lying on the floor with a smashed up foot, we all took selfies. It ended up with me needing 12... Oh, Jesus. 12 screws and two metal plates to put my foot literally back together. A trip in an air ambulance, three weeks in hospital, two surgeries, and 10 months on crutches, and a partridge, you know. <laughs> uh, and, and before I was right again, I always take the long way round now. Well, of course you do. I mean, they were out. <laughs> you, got, you got no choice. I love how they went out for a retirement do, and then probably another retirement <laughs> happened. <laughs> Uh, so thank you very much for sharing those stories and again guys if you've already if you've had your end of year do and something funny happened just uh, just share it let us know let yeah, us know surely more we'll tales be... of woe yeah uh, so as it is end of year as well how about we go through some classic end of year gifts oh that's what I love to hear these will be nice and quick these a wreath stolen from nearby graveyard I was working in year 6 in inner city school in a deprived area, the boy who gave me, he said he wanted to give me some flowers, but I had no money. He said the dead person wouldn't miss, miss the flowers. Oh, <laughs> it's not a nice way to talk about the chef. <laughs> uh, um, <laughs> um, I mean, listen, that that's a sweet thought in it, but you can't be doing stuff like that. No, you can't be doing stuff like that, but I'm just saying like, yeah, it's that's a, nice a child who's yeah. desperate to show their appreciation. But... And as always, as we always say, we know teachers don't expect gifts. School t- families should never we feel under pressure. We always say we that. We always say that. Um, lock it with photo of the child and a gran on the inside. Oh, no, on each side. So a lock it like with a necklace. A, with the child and their gran. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I rate, I rate. It was like a last-minute thing, and they were like, "Right, we'll just we'll give this locket, and we'll put your picture in." Oh, but we've got grands on the other side. Oh, we can't get it out. Just leave it. <laughs> I had a candle, but not a normal one. It had the child's face printed on it, on the actual candle. So when I lit it, I had to watch the poor thing melt away. <laughs> the chef <laughs> I, um, I mean is, what, I'm lost for it I'm genuinely lost the for next work. one a gift card with a zero balance <laughs> <laughs> okay next one a box of Cheerios the mum said I have no idea why we're giving you this but she insisted I used to eat them dry at snack time and the kids loved asking to share them. Oh, that's nice. It is nice. I really hope that when the child left, she said. (laughs) (laughs) No, that shows that children have observed and noticed something they like. Yeah, Of course, yeah. One year, the parents said they were doing a collection for me to get some PJs and asked my size. A week later, one parent asked me my shoe size. I assumed they had a little left and were, do- and were adding slippers to my gift. Oh no, the parent wasn't in the original collective and bought me a pair of white Perspex stripper shoes. What? With laces that reached the top of my thigh. My husband was so happy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what it was about. The ba- I don't know... What it was about the ballet pumps that I wore daily that made her think I'd appreciate them. Perhaps she knew I'd be looking for a change of career 11 years in. 
I mean, where does that brave brainwave come from, from the parents? I know, yeah. What should we get your teacher? Flowers? No. Chocolate? No. Stripper shoes? <laughs> you got it! <laughs> ding, ding, ding! We have a winner! And this one is from the other side. Not received, but given. Okay. My little girl's reception teacher was a narcissistic waste of a human. <laughs> <laughs> In brackets, seriously, she should. <laughs> seriously, <laughs> seriously, she shouldn't be allowed near children. Oh my god! She issued a list of acceptable presents, including a fifty-pound spa treatment gift card. So you know the type I mean. Nothing on the list was below twenty-five quid. Right now, that at first I was like, should I be shaming a fellow teacher? That is that is worth yeah that is ridiculous. You can't be, you can't I'm sorry. Give me so, a, give me a, a, a graveyard wreath any day. <laughs> I saw this as a challenge and I bought her a pile of shit or should I say fertilizer <laughs> for a Peruvian farmer via Oxfam and let her put two and two together. <laughs> The absolute cheek of it, though. I mean... I mean, yeah, that is... I would never... When, I mean, said, when she said, like, you know the type. No. I don't I know don't the type. I don't know the type, yeah. but clearly... I can imagine. Yeah, clearly there is that type, but listen, that that is a... They are, hopefully, and I expect, few and far few between. Few and far between, um, absolutely. Um, a colleague once received a decorated cardboard box. When she opened it, it was empty. She asked the child what it was, and the child replied, it's a box of love. Aww, a, good, a gorgeous idea, but essentially just an empty box. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. My wife got, um, I posted it on Instagram, and she got a like a mug and a wine glass, and then the mug said before school, and the wine glass said after school. Oh, that nice. Was That's, brilliant. Yeah. But the best bit was, uh, one of her children, who she absolutely adores, quite new to the country, uh, got got her a card, like so. She was opening all the cards and stuff, and it was just like you know, best teacher, thank you. His card was on your anniversary. <laughs> <laughs> uh, one amazing parent made me a cake with all four of my guinea pigs on. Oh, they were so detailed, it was brilliant. Oh god, I'm just glad not her actual. I'm glad they were icing. <laughs> I thought like that's pretty sick. Um, I received a meal for two desserts and two bottles of cider so I didn't have to cook. I thought it was an amazing and very thoughtful gift. Unusual, but brilliant. That is a fantastic gift. That is good, isn't it? No 50 quid spa. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it... 50 quid spa? <laughs> I mean, imagine. Imagine. The audacity. Reception as well. Yeah. I mean, saying to the kids, go home. You tell him 50 smackaroons. Um, it was a framed picture of words that basically said I was a legend. It was from a parent that was having an affair with my now ex-husband and I was teaching her son. Oh my God. Legend. Always working late. Bang. So dedicated. I just really appreciate how much of a legend you are and how dedicated you are to your job. It was like, thanks for everything. <laughs> Unbelievable, horrible scenes. Thanks for teaching now your... that teacher deserves a 50 quid start. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. I can't get over that. A collapsible step. A tall girl in my class gave it me as she'd spent most of the year having to reach for stuff as I'm so small. Hands down, the most used gift I've ever had. That's, love it. That's terrific. I love that. That's, that's a great one. That is a great one. Not end of year, but for Christmas, I received a bottle of Lenore Outdoorables washing conditioner because I'd commented on how lovely the boy's jumper always smells. One of the funniest but most thoughtful presents I've ever received. That's amazing. Yeah. That sort of stuff. I mean, I, I don't think... I've not mentioned it. I forgot. Um, whilst we're talking about it, I know because uh, I put it on my on the socials, but I got a present. Um, again, like we always say, you know, I, I work with so many different classes, so many different children. <laughs> Um, that I never, you know, I, I see all the children, they always wish me the best, so I don't really expect presents. 
But one girl who was leaving in year six got me uh, a lovely personalised card that said kind of like, thank you for all the sport. It's meant the world to me. And then got me a personalised whistle. Oh. And I was, I honestly was nearly blubbering. I was, I was gone. Uh, <laughs> and then I was just going like, blow your whistle, baby. Yeah. <laughs> 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 right, and then the last one, which I would not be a fan of. A child who caused me no end of problems all year. I received a framed photo of him. The stuff of nightmares. Yeah, I mean, I'd have probably preferred the candle. I mean, that's a candle you do want. <laughs> <laughs> Having a tough day. This will make me feel a bit better. Um, right, shall we have uh, a couple of stories to finish off as well? <laughs> so... Um, I think this might just win most challenging week in school award. We'll be the judge. Last week was sports day, and with my reception class, I got as involved as possible. My usual amazing TA, who knows the class inside out, caught COVID and was off. So I was racing around, running alongside, getting equipment, and basically doing more exercise than I would usually do. Jump forward to Thursday, and I begin to get pain in my side. By Sunday morning, I'm in agony and have to call 111 who sent me to A&E. Doctor examines me and tells me I've torn muscles in my side. Is that from doing the reception sports day? How do you torn <laughs> really muscles in your side in an egg and a spoon? <laughs> uh, prescribes muscle relaxants and strong painkillers. So I phone my head and tell them I can't be in on Monday as I need the painkillers to start working. 11 a.m. Monday morning, my phone starts ringing and I can see it's school. Ah, oh, that's nice, I think. They're ringing to check how I am. <laughs> Is that what she said? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> how naive are you? Oh, no, we've had the call. Cue my dash into school while trying not to move too quickly due to the pain in my side. Heat wave had started too. So by Monday evening, everyone's a sweaty mess. Ofsted happens Tuesday and Wednesday, and the inspectors are being inspected themselves. Oh, so it's like, so they're inspecting the school, then inspectors are being inspected to see if they can inspect the school properly. <laughs> yeah, made us feel a bit better. So there are three of them. The inspector inspecting Ofsted wore a three-piece suit for both days. That's because they're cold-blooded. Reptiles. Nice. Nice. No. With temperatures edging towards 30 degrees. We were taking bets how much weight he must have lost as he didn't remove his jacket, waistcoat or tie at any time. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. You're being inspected. You're getting deep dived and you're going... Yeah, but more importantly, when's he going to yeah. take his waistcoat off? Yeah, I'm not, I don't really care how he grades me. Why is he wearing a three-piece? Uh... <laughs> Uh, it gets even better. Uh, so, get through the inspection. Thursday has a much more relaxed feeling school. Thursday evening... Your muscles. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thursday evening, everyone leaves school by 4pm. 6.30 on local news media. Reports of a fire in a field next to our school start to come in. There is an electrical electricity pylon right outside my classroom and a goose has flown into it causing sparks to rain down onto the field that is bone dry at the moment and started a fire. Oh, my God. <laughs> Luckily, the people in the house next to the school spotted the smoke and called the fire brigade, who put the fire out before it caught the school alight. The fire brigade had to ventilate the school of the smoke, but there was no other damage. Still got a week to go until the summer holidays, and I can't even have a drink yet as I'm still on the strong painkillers. Love the podcast, guys. Well... You get our utter respect. Yeah, that's unbelievable. That is, that is one week to get through. And I know the dedication is there and the respect, but, you know, listen. That's my goose sound. Just <laughs> No, but I don't fear. ever feel like you have to put yourself... You've got to put yourself first. You've got to look after yourself first. But also, if you're feeling like the egg and spoon race is just a bit beyond you now. Yeah. Just, just take care of your body. Yes. I mean, I'm just glad you weren't there for the fire. Miss, miss, throw a bucket of water. I can't. My side's killing. <laughs> oh, no. Well played. That is an unbelievable hey, that, week. That is a week. Have an amazing yeah. summer, and I hope your side's better. Yeah. You've got our sides hurting now, you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Don't listen to this podcast yeah. the way your sides are hurting. Um, 
going from that longer story to this uh, nice and quick one doing an during an RSE lesson a child said I thought vagina was a country <laughs> With a capital clitoris. <laughs> oh, it's lovely in the summer. Um, Is it? Dear, dear Lee and super legend Adam. I don't know if I should read this. In brackets, my secret crush. Yeah. Oh, baby. But I don't think I'd take... Why are you a secret crush? Why can't you just be... <laughs> Yeah, embarrassed. Embarrassed to have a crush on me. Fair. What's that? What's that thing? Guilty pleasure. Is it that? Guilty pleasure, yeah. (laughs) Someone you shouldn't have a crush on. (laughs) Secret crush. That's hard. No, I'm just questioning. Why does it have to be a secret? Because nobody knows me. (laughs) As teachers in the UAE uh, and a long lost friend in the UK, what an absolute pleasure it was to travel all the way uh, from Abu Dhabi to Newport. After listening to your podcast and hearing that you were touring again after COVID, the first thing that I did after I booked my flights home to visit my family and friends was to book tickets to see your tour. You were both amazing, and as teachers, we thoroughly enjoyed your show and listening to the relatable stories. Please keep up the amazing work and know that your stories keep us going through uh, good and bad. I'm so happy that I got to meet you both face to face. Spam! Spam! <laughs> That's what it says. Oh well, thank you. Do you know you who so that? Much. Can you remember who that is? Uh, there was a there was a lovely lady at Newport who said spam to me as yeah. she was walking off. So I presume it was her. Uh, but you know, thank you very much for the message. Uh, really appreciate it. But you know, just tell more people <laughs> who your crush is. <laughs> Don't be embarrassed to me, okay? <laughs> um, I've got a nomination for Diabolical Leader here. This is nomination for Diabolical Leader. We were told that if you cared about your students, you'd take their books home to iron them. <laughs> I'm sorry, what? <laughs> to keep them looking good. You, you can't be serious. <laughs> you can't be serious. Most teachers don't have time to iron their own clothes. I never iron my clothes. <laughs> Why would I? Honestly, I think I would. I think I would just walk if, if a teacher said to me listen I hope you don't mind could you do us a favour tonight yeah no worries what is it uh, you know could you get bring my dinner in tomorrow something you know easy peasy would you take the uh, you know the science books home <laughs> yeah just... why do you need me to highlight or anything no no, iron them <laughs> I'm, I'm so, I'm, surely I'm sorry, surely what? if you iron the next size book all the ink would run well it would burn you got to spray the little water on us <laughs> steam it um, oh, and now we come to the embarrassing staff party stories that couldn't go on social media. We're having to be kept anonymous. Is this is this gonna? End I think this, this will end, end it. Yeah, right. Okay. My daughter's teacher motorboating a TA on the dance floor in full view of SLT. <laughs> he later tried to crack onto me, so I hid in the toilets. Now that's a, are you alive message the morning after, isn't it? Um, you got to go back to Courtney John's uh, advice. If you make a real, real tit of yourself at the Christmas do, just hide away, let the dust settle. You've got six weeks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Can, it can be forgotten about. Apparently, after I left our end of term staff party, someone had been in, in someone had been drunk and sat on the office photocopier, shall we say. Word spread that this had happened and the caretaker wiped down said copier and any evidence was destroyed. However, after the holidays, the next time I answered the phone, there was a shirt... (laughs) There was some short and curly hairs. That had been swept across onto my desk at the side. And I found them on my phone headset. Sick emoji. (laughs) Needless to say, (laughs) the desk and phone were thoroughly cleaned again. (laughs) 
Uh, <laughs> I think we just end it on that. I think. <laughs> Imagine that though. Your first day back. You're fuming to be back. You're fuming. It, it, you know, it's always bad. And then you come back to answer the phone to a pube-ridden. Pub, <laughs> well, is it pube? Is it is it bum hair? Oh no! <laughs> Answering the phone to chug nuts on your mat. <laughs> Just the fact that the caretaker just come in. <laughs> right, I'll, I'll, I'll clean it. <laughs> bet he's not even sprayed it, has he? <laughs> I bet he was still like a little, <laughs> so a little like, bit of condensation on the photocopier. He short and curly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, guys, right. Um, oh, thank what you. Season. What a season. Yeah, season five, done and dusted. Guys, we hope you've enjoyed that. We want to say a massive, massive thank you for all the support um, all through the year with everything that we've done, all these episodes that we've brought you weekly, the interviews, the guests we've had on, obviously the tour, which again, we are so, so grateful and thank- thank- thankful. We will be uh, getting a second tour all sorted soon and, of course, the book. So if you go to Amazon, you can get a copy of the book. It will be in Waterstones soon enough. I don't know when, though. Uh, unfortunately as always you can leave uh, a review on the uh, on apple podcasts that'll help us keep going up the chart hopefully we can get back up to where we were earlier this week um join the facebook group go and like the two mr p's facebook page as well so if you just search two mr p's in a podcast on facebook you'll be able to see uh, the page there and if you can over the summer do us a massive favor and just keep spreading the pod you know, when you meet up with your friends, when you go out doing a bit of day drinking, bit of uh, bit of brunching, oh, listen to this really good, funny podcast, um, so that we can keep growing, keep building, all thanks to your wonderful support. So have a fantastic summer, have, a, have some time now to switch off, relax, rest up, take it easy, and then we'll be back to keep you company come September. Yeah, have the best, best summer, you all deserve it, we love the support, thank you so, so much, and thank you, Lee. Uh, as always for you know doing everything (laughs) (laughs) yeah I only add my short and curlies and then that's it (laughs) and thank you to the lady who said Adam's his secret crush because that's going to oh he will not shut up about that for the whole summer I reckon (laughs) (laughs) smile